Hey, my name is Robert. And my name is Sean. And you're listening to the Taking Action Action Podcast. Podcast. Hey, everyone, we're back. I'm Robert. I'm Sean. Taking Action Podcast is live. And the topic we're going to talk about right now is how do you find your passion? Passion in life? Or just passion? I think passion in life. Because the reason this came up was I was thinking about uh, high school I was teaching at a few weeks ago. Just doing some leadership classes with the school. Great kids, great insights, giving them some Mm -hmm. life tips and things that they're not actually going to learn in school. And one of the kids at some point was talking to me really briefly after the class about how they were inspired how their sorry, how their passion was re inspired. It's like great, it's excited. So it just made me think about how do we find our passion for life? Or how do we find our passion for what we love to do? That's also extremely important. And I think when we find that passion for what you do, then life becomes more passionate. But well, the I think the question is is the how. Well you know what an interesting thing. When I first started uh, hairdress hairstyling, uh, I was a I was a competitor. So first of all, sorry to interrupt you though. No, you said you said hairdressing, then you said hairstyling. So yeah, do you, as, as a stylist, do you feel like I hate when people call it hairstylist, <laughs> or I hate when people call it hairdressers? Like, do you have a? Yeah. it's like it's like when you're uh, on a cruise ship, you don't call it a boat. This is a ship, not yeah. a boat. You know. Well, I. I I find the the term hairdressing is is really old, so I don't try yeah. not to use it. Okay. Hairstyling is a little more modern. Cool. But I get caught in it because that's how I started as a hairdresser. <laughs> and now you're a stylist. Now yeah. you've upgraded. So, but it was interesting no. when I was a competitor. Okay. <laughs> there was um, there were, we were always in under time. Everything had to be under time, so we had to complete a certain hairstyle within a certain time. Oh, cool. Okay, so um. What happened was that in in that we'd have to train a lot, but in the training, um, there'd be days that we'd be training eight hours, and it seemed like it was an hour, like time flew by. Because you were enjoying it so much. Yeah, we were just it, it's a place, yeah. a space where it was like, it, like I can only if I had to describe passion, that would be it. We were in the moment mm-hmm. where time didn't exist, and and eight hours later. Okay, it's time to go home. Oh my God, we have to go. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'll see you tomorrow. And I'm sure that you guys in in, in the studio, you've had those 100%. moments. One hundred percent. Yeah. And 100%. so if I if I had to describe passion from my end, it's like a, t- a passion for me is a place where you know time flies. Time doesn't exist. It's not. You're not counting down the hours of the day till it's mm-hmm. over. Yep. Whatever it may be, it could be in a, in a in a date. Like, and we've touched on dates being dating before in a podcast. But if you're in a bad date, you're counting every second. Yeah, that's But true. if the date is amazing and the person you enjoy being with, it's almost effortless. Like, and you don't want time to, to move because you want to that moment to be forever. Agreed. Yeah. You, you hit the hammer on the nail with how you described it, you know. And just also when you're passionate about it, whatever it is, you do it for free. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, you yeah, know, yeah, like absolutely. if I could donate my time, yeah. 
knowing if if I can wake up tomorrow knowing everything is taken care of, your expenses, your bills, and whatever, you, your family is like everyone, everything is, all the ducks are in a row, and you don't have to worry about money. Let's talk about like the monetary side. Mm-hmm. Ever in your life, what would you do for free? What gets you excited to jump out of bed in the morning? Do that. So when people ask me how do I find my passion, I always let me think about this. Two, three, three, three steps. One is write it down. Like, what are the things that you're excited about? Write that down. I love writing things down. And then two, what opportunities are out there that you can really utilize those skills? So let's talk about you. If, A, you love being a hair stylist. Mm-hmm. Great. So you've you've realized that's your passion, you wrote that down. Mm-hmm. But second, where could you use that? Well, a salon or maybe like touring, conventions, traveling, traveling yeah. doing that. Um, maybe creating courses or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then three, who do you know? It's like in our direct sales. Who do you know that could help you get to that stage? So who do you know that owns a salon? Do you know any other hairstylist? Do you know a barber shop somewhere mm-hmm. that could help you? you know, do you know someone that actually needs their hair styled? <laughs> so who do you know? And then you 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 knock on those doors. That's what I did when I started uh, teaching back in the 90s. I legit had to think about, okay, I love teaching these styles of dance. I didn't even need to write it down because I just I already felt it. I already knew. Mm-hmm. And then where can I go? So I started thinking about... How can I use this? Well, I thought about, you know, cruise ships, or I thought about teaching in schools and studios and things like that. And the third was, who do I know? Well, at the time, I didn't actually know a lot of people, but I knew there were studios in my neighborhood and in uh, Mississauga. That's where I grew up when I was dancing. So I literally knocked on dance studio doors. I would look on, (laughs) I would look in the yellow pages back in the day. Yellow pages for those millennials that are listening is a yellow book that had everybody's phone number in it. All the businesses and opportunities were in the yellow pages, and you would you lift this brick and turn it to you know the letter D for dance. Yeah, and the dance studios would come up, and I literally would look up the hours in the yellow pages at the ones that were in my neighborhood, and I would be there. When they were opening, like at four or three thirty, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I would, I would like knock on the doors. Hi, I'm Sean. We haven't met before, but uh, I teach these styles of dance. I noticed on your your yellow pages ad that you don't have these styles. Would you be interested in learning some tap or some hip hop or whatever it was at the time? And they would say yes or they would say no. But that's legit how we started. I figured out what I was passionate about, where I could use it, and then who do I know? I just went and met the people that could help. It's amazing. Yeah. You know what's uh, interesting about passion, too, is, like, once you're passionate about something, let's say um, you, people of, of the same passion gravitate Flock to together. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Birds of a feather. They, they gravitate Flock to you, together. and all of a sudden, and the ones that, that don't fit in, that aren't as passionate, eventually weed themselves out. Yep. Of the of the group of the of the the salon of the wherever it is, mm-hmm. it just happens. It just it's a natural place. When you're in a place of passion, it just it you know the only passion can live in that space. 
when I was teaching yeah. these kids in high school last week or two weeks ago, I shared with them, you become the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Yep. And it's so true. And I also told them, how are you gonna, how are you gonna soar with eagles when you're hanging around pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Birds of a feather yeah. flock together. It's true. Eagles are always up in the sky. They've got the best view. Yeah. You know, they're the largest wingspan. Fresh air way up there. Pigeons are down here. Their head is always down. Yeah. They're scavengers. It's dirty. And you know oh. what's interesting is if you're passionate about something, you actually have those euphoric feelings. Yeah. About, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Of of literally being able to, um, if it's work related, if you're passionate about something, you have these grandiose ideas of, you know, taking over the world at times. I mean, metaphorically speaking, but or it can be. If you're not and you're just doing it, you're just the the visions. The the only vision you have is the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Or how much you hate the week and thank can't God. Can't wait till the weekend. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, can't, I can't. Scary, but can't that's, live like that. That's how you know the the, key, the you know to sum it up, you know you find your passion where whatever it is. Like I had a great conversation with someone just prior to us meeting this evening, and it was um, you know I was talking to them and I was like, you can possibly. Be loving what you're doing because you're not utilizing all your greatness. You're great, and, and the person on the other end said, "You're absolutely correct." So I gotta find my passion, and yeah. and for this person, the power, the, um, the thought process to go back to school and and find you know what they know what they want, mm-hmm. but now they have to go back to school to you know hone it. Right. So, so and yeah, sometimes you may have to do that. Exactly. Sometimes it it takes time. It takes time to discover what your passion is, and then when you realize I'm super passionate about this, and you don't have the skill sets, then you got to figure out how yeah. to get the skill sets, and that might not happen overnight. And that's yeah. okay. No, but I'm I guarantee in everybody's um, thought process, they know what they love doing. Yeah. It's just now, you know, doing it, and um, you know, and I don't know. Some people may listen and go, <clears throat> Well, how can I make money? I love uh, uh, gardening. How can I make money doing that? Well, there are a lot of ways. There are a lot of ways. Or in any mm-hmm. aspect. I mean, if we're looking at it from a job's perspective, there's a lot of ways to make money. Yep. It just takes some creativity, um, some thought, some, and creativity. Some time. Yeah, and it'll happen. Yeah. With the with relationship, you know, the same thing. You know, I always hear from people, like a lot of clients have said they're having the hardest time trying to find a man or, or vice versa, a man trying to find a, a, a woman. And I'm like, well, you know, they go on all these dates trying to find that right person for them. And I'm like, well, do you know what what you're passionate about on mm-hmm. yourself? You know, what do you love? What do you love to see in a, in a man or a woman? You know, what do you love and what do you want to see in them? What type of uh, attributes do you want in them? And then once you're clear with that, it's easy to find I mean, someone who looks. Of course, yep. of course. If you don't do that, like you don't, you're, you're shooting at a, you're shooting in the air trying to hit a bullseye that doesn't even exist in the dark. And then now, now all of a sudden you end up with like, you know, datezilla, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to get out of it because it just. Is not good, and all I hear is there's so many losers out there. <laughs> but think, they're not. There's I always think that's, 
this is a great other podcast. Is talking about date datezilla and the dating game and everything. So let's let's keep that for another time. Right. But uh, passion, finding your passion is extremely important. If you're listening to this and you don't know what you're passionate about, then take the time to sit down and read and write and reflect and do what you got to do. But you're worth it. Absolutely. Good one. Cool.